Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey friends, have you noticed that no matter how much yoga we do, we still may struggle in our intimate relationships? Yoga can and does help, but at a certain point, you need more relational practices and support from trusted allies. My husband and I have a wonderful marriage, but we're not necessarily the best relationship teachers. In episode 315, I brought on the founders of the Relationship School, Jason and Ellen. They live and breathe all things relational boundaries, conflict, owning your needs, attachment styles, and so much more. If you want to learn how to work through conflict better and communicate better, Jason is offering 50% off his Indestructible Partnerships course. Thousands of people have changed their relationships for the better with this course. Go to Relationships School slash Laura and use the coupon code Laura to get 50% off this life-changing course. Now back to the podcast. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a lit yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Welcome to Monday Motivation. Today's topic is a continuation from my podcast 418, which was about menopause and hormones. Today's podcast is about supplementation. When to supplement and how I have been supplementing, especially as I entered menopause. So full disclosure, I did not really supplement much before then. I had read about it, but I have become much more of an expert since coming into menopause and taking all kinds of supplementation and learning about the importance of it. I am not a nutritionist. As I've said before, I'm a physical therapist, but I have done a lot of my own research and I do go to an expert integrative doctor who I totally recommend checking out any integrative doctor because they're going to be looking at you and your body and the inside of your body in a very holistic manner. So the first reading about supplementation, I read about it about 10 years ago with Dr. Mark Hyman, who is not related to me. My husband is Mark Hyman, but Dr. Mark Hyman, he has written a lot of books about health, wellness, has a very holistic and integrative approach. And he wrote in this book that I read that even with a perfect diet, 
the combination of many things, including our depleted soils, the storage and transportation of our food, genetic alterations of traditional heirloom species, and the increased stress and nutritional demands resulting from a toxic environment make it impossible for us to get the vitamins and minerals we need solely from the foods we eat. So he says there are four main reasons we can't get enough nutrition and why we need nutritional supplements. So he says that we evolved eating wild foods that contain dramatically higher levels of all vitamins, minerals, and essential fats. Because of the depleted soils, so for most of you, if you probably know that our soils are depleted of a lot of their natural biological matter because of the way we have farmed since industrial farming revolution. And there's all kinds of hybrid forms, there's GMOs and things like that. Um, so our soils are really depleted. Animals and vegetables that people eat have fewer nutrients. People are also eating more processed foods, which have basically no nutrients. And then we have the added burden of environmental toxins. Most of us aren't getting enough sunlight and we are leading highly stressed lives. And I've talked about stress on a podcast and what that does to all the systems in our body. And chronic stress is a big um, contributor to leading to higher nutrient needs. So we need to get our nutrition better by supplementing because we can't get it all from the foods we eat. Even if we eat a really healthful, well-rounded plant-based diet, like I do, I'm not going to be able to get some of the supplements I need. And this struck me when I went and got all of my blood work done. And the things that were very common that I have that other people have that are depleted are B12. My B12 is actually in the normal range for pretty much all of my life. I've been vegan for 20 years, always had my B12 tested. It was always normal. It's still in the normal range, but it's normal low. And so what I've learned is if something as important as B12 is on the lower end, we should be supplementing it. We should all be supplementing it because B12 is something we get in our the microorganisms in the soil. And because our soil is so depleted, um, most people aren't getting enough B12 anyway. And it's a really easy one to supplement. The other one that was low for me, again, on the low-ish, not all the way low, but on, you know, indicating that I needed to supplement was vitamin D, which totally makes sense. I live in the Northeast of uh, North America. I'm not exposed to sunlight, which is the you know biggest source of natural vitamin D. And supplementing for that is really important. So what do I supplement? I will talk you through some of the things that I do. And again, this is personal for me, but there are some real general categories that, that cross over for everyone. And the other thing that Dr. Mark Hyman really talks about and other people, other doctors and research have shown that the RDA, the recommended dietary, the dietary allowances are standards but most people even are not, they're not even getting the standards. And those standards are probably pretty low to begin with. They came up with those standards. But when we look at nutrients as a whole, meaning all the different players in it, some of those standards should in fact be higher. So even if we have what we are perceiving as normal, we're probably still deficient. 
And so there's other things that do contribute to um, nutrient deficiencies. And I just want to mention these. Alcohol. Alcohol is going to deplete our B vitamins, vitamin C, and most of the minerals and antioxidants. Allergies and infections. These were going to deplete um, vitamins A and C and zinc, among some other nutrients as well. As I mentioned before, exposure to air pollutants and other toxins. We know these deplete antioxidants. And smoking is a big depleter of antioxidants. And then finally, again, I mentioned it, stress. It pretty much depletes all the nutrients, but especially the B vitamins and vitamin C. So there are certain populations that do really need a bit extra, like pregnant women, children, but also in menopause. You know, going through menopause, we're going to need, um, and I'm going to need to enhance my um, the nutrient density in my diet to make sure that I get enough of the micronutrients, which are vitamins, minerals, and other essential nutrients, and macronutrients, which are the carbohydrates, protein, and fat that I get in my diet. I need, and probably you need, to boost this up so that we have a healthier diet. And a healthy, balanced diet is is going to supply our body with a lot of good nutrients to carry out our routine task. But supplements such as the vitamins, minerals, essential fatty acids, phytochemicals, and more really enrich the body's internal ecosystem to further fortify cellular protection, repair, regeneration, and just supporting our renewal process. Some of the things I take, I'll go through these. The, uh, I take N-acetyl-L-cysteine. So this is a chemical precursor to glutathione. And this is one of the body's most important antioxidants because it helps protect our cells against free radicals, which becomes even more important as we age. And it's very important to protect our neurons, another important one for aging. It is pretty much considered an all-around winner. Like that was one of the first things I started twice a day taking um, NAC is the acronym or the initials for it. And because we want, I really wanted to help maintain the healthy glutathione thione levels, which in turn protects the cells against the free radicals. So by taking that, it's protecting my immune health, my respiratory health, my bronchial health, my cognitive function, and my liver health. So if you've ever had any kind of weird numbers on on your liver enzymes, um, this would be a really good supplement to take. I also take uh, bioactive folate and vitamin B12 because B12, again, is so deficient for so many of us. And this is really important for supporting the heart, the brain, the GI tract. And the biological active form of folate is really another important thing that a lot of us are missing. And so this supports the heart health and normal homocysteine levels. It promotes nerve cell growth, brain health, cognition, and metabolism, helps maintain a healthy GI tract, supports the overall immune system and nervous system function. And a really important uh, thing that B12 does is it maintains production of red blood cells within normal range. So people that have B12 deficiencies start to usually have some kind of nerve things. Sometimes they have tingling in the fingers. And this, you want to immediately get some help for that. Vitamin D. Pretty much everybody should be supplementing this. 
unless you're getting out in the sun every single day and getting a good amount of sunlight. If you live in the Northeast like I do or anywhere where sun levels vary during the you know winter months, then you really should be supplementing vitamin D because vitamin D is so important for our cognitive health. So this will be kind of a consistent theme, especially going through menopause. One of the big things people who are premenopausal, perimenopausal, and menopausal, one of the biggest complaints is brain fog. And we need to support that cognitive health and these different supplements do that. And vitamin D definitely helps with that because of its support to the cognitive health. It also supports bone health. As I mentioned in the menopause and hormone section, how important bone health is when you're going through menopause, when you've gone through menopause, because your hormones are decreased. So you're already fighting an upward battle. So if you do choose to take bioidentical hormones, that will definitely help in the bone density. And then remain, you know, taking vitamin D is also going to promote that bone health. It's another one that's super important for um, healthy immune function. Now, the vitamin D I take also has K and C iodine in it. So the vitamin K is what the studies have shown that um, vitamin K needs to be taken with vitamin D to better metabolize the vitamin D. The vitamin K is what really helps maintain the body's calcium balance. And it also can affect anything from cardiovascular health to bone density. The iodine is is important because um, for the thyroid, I have a thyroid condition. I'm an autoimmune disease for thyroid. I think I mentioned that in my menopause podcast. My brothers have it. um, My aunt has it. My grandmother had it. It's like very, very common in our family. And so thyroid health can be helped with iodine because iodine is missing. And often we take iodine out of salt. Um, That's why when we put it back, it actually really helped people with iodine deficiency. And iodine is going to help with that, the same categories of bone, brain, thyroid, and arterial health. So the vitamin D and K with C iodine that I take is, again, supporting the healthy cognitive function, promoting bone, immune, and cardiovascular health. It helps to inhibit the calcium buildup in the arteries. And I mentioned in that podcast with the um, menopause and hormones, one of the first Test that I did was um, testing, it was for the cardiac calcium um, deposits, and mine happened to be really good. I, I got a zero on that test, which actually means zero chance of, of having issues. So that's about as good as you can get. So I take other things. I take a multivitamin, I take a great bone capsule as well for extra um, minerals to, it's called Bone Restore. And That is an additional one to help with bone growth. I take some zinc. I take some other things. But what I, the things that I take based on the hormone, based on menopause, this is more recent because with menopause, it does kind of mess with your inner ecosystem. And one of the things that is highly correlated with going through menopause is is an increased cortisol. So cortisol is the hormone produced in the adrenal cortex and is released during times of stress. And there's variations in cortisol secretion, and those variations really indicate how well the body is coping with stress. So cortisol homeostasis is typically characterized by peak secretion during early morning hours with a gradual decline throughout the day. 
And because of its central role as a key stress hormone, cortisol is often thought of as a bridge between stress and its health impact. So we want to manage our cortisol. And what one of my tests that I did came out is that my cortisol was not dipping down. It was kind of staying higher and during the night in particular was having a spike. That affects my sleep, that affects my, you know, that kind of brain fog that you can have with menopause. And so I take a supplement called Cortisol Manager and I take it at night and it has a, I'm looking at it right now, it has a proprietary blend of um, like an ashwagandha and synthialine and magnolia, which is really helping, is also helping for calming. And the ashwagandha trials have been done on it. And one placebo-controlled clinical trials showed that with ashwagandha, um, there was significantly reduced serum cortisol levels and that stress was really uh, managed well compared to the placebo. So when people, the placebo-controlled clinical trials show that one single intake of that ashwagandha plus the um, suntheanine significantly increased alpha brainwave activity in subjects compared to their placebo. And the alpha brainwave, I've, I've mentioned my wonderful aura ring, the alpha brainwave activity is associated with a more relaxed mental state. So I can kind of see that in my sleep cycle. So we want to have a relaxed mental state when we're going to sleep because then we'll sleep better. So taking that at night is really helping support relaxation and promoting a restful sleep. And the cortisol manager that I take also helps to stabilize that cortisol, that stress hormone, um, to further support my overall stress response. So if you find that you um, have measured higher in their weight, I did it through um, a urine and saliva test that I had to take throughout the day and then into the night. And if I woke up at night, which many people do, I didn't happen to wake up at night during the time I took the test, but I did it first thing in the morning. So it was registering based on my saliva in the morning that I had been secreting cortisol overnight when I really, it should have been kind of on a low end. So if you find that you are stressed, if you're stressed because your hormones are kind of all over the map or because you are going through menopause, this is a great supplement to take. Another thing I take is just a general, is is kind of the opposite. Waking up in the morning, if you feel sluggish, because that, again, the cortisol is like kind of keeping you up at night or not allowing you to go into that more relaxed alpha wave sleep, then it makes sense that when you wake up, you're not really feeling totally restored. So I would deal with that as well going through menopause. So I would say for me, I didn't have many menopausal symptoms, but I definitely, my sleep has been um, not always the greatest. It hasn't been terrible, but it hasn't been, like I don't wake up in the morning and feel ah, refreshed. You know, 50% of the time, I'll feel pretty refreshed. And 50% of the time, time, I don't feel refreshed. So working on my sleep hygiene habits, which I went over in my stress podcast, If you look that one up, it talked about stress and how to better prepare the body for sleep, going to sleep at the same time, waking up at the same time, Um, looking at your sleep cycles. I do that for my aura ring, but you can also kind of just track it based on how you feel. Do you feel like you slept well? If you don't feel like you're waking up and feeling pretty refreshed quickly, then you might not have been sleeping well. 
So there's very healthful ways of supplementing that without taking things like, you know, um, an over-the-counter sleep aid, which can actually impact the quality of your sleep, even though you don't remember necessarily, it can impact that. So waking up to help my wake up and to support my nervous system, I take what's called Makuna Plus. So Makuna are the seeds and roots of this it's called Makuna prurines. And it was traditionally used as an aphrodisiac. But Makuna Plus also has valerian for brain support. It also has ashwagandha in it, which is Indian ginseng for its aptogenic properties. And that helps the healthy inflammatory response. But it also is a way of kind of waking up the brain to get rid of any of that brain, that early morning brain fog. And so that has also been something that I've been taking for a while and has been very helpful. A final thing that I've been taking is called adrenatone. And this is standardized herbs and nutrients which are known to contribute to rejuvenating the adrenals. So probably because of menopause, because I didn't have this issue before, my adrenals are, they're doing okay, but they could be doing better. And so it's really to help support these healthy cortisol levels to help my pituitary function, my hypothalamic function, and all the, the happy hormones of the brain like dopamine, um, norepinephrine, and epinephrine. And so um, adrenatone, I take that twice a day to just, again, really boost my adrenals. Now, when you're buying supplements, I'm just going to give you some ideas for based on what my doctor, all of this is what my doctor has taught me. Believe me, we go through this. We go through the reason why. We go through how much to take. Um, she's amazing. So I cannot emphasize enough getting a, an integrative doctor who really knows this stuff and knows how all of these different supplements work together. But here's some basic guidelines for buying supplements because I didn't really know. I just thought you go to Whole Foods, you go to a vitamin store and you just you know buy one that seems like it's a good deal. you know. But that is not how you want to go about it. You want to read the label and specifically the list of ingredients go to the end of the list or the section called other ingredients, all right? So you don't want to buy anything that has dyes in it, for example, red number 40 and yellow number six, like anything that you're... And believe me, red number 40 is in so many products, cereals, lots of processed foods have red number 40 and a lot of supplements have it. So you do not want to buy supplements that have red number 40 or yellow number six. Any mention of polyethylene, you do not want to, these are just like basically little toxins that are not good for you that are added in these things. Titanium, anything that has cyanocobalamin, which is basically cyanide. So we don't want to have that in there. Um, You don't want folate in its basic form, but you want the preferred methylfolate or MTH folate. And you also want to look at not buying anything that has alpha vitamin E and, you know, again, ingredients that you can't identify. And that's kind of a good rule of thumb for all things you're putting in your body. There are some supplement companies that my integrative doctor recommended and that I do. They really source their ingredients and provide proper ingredients. So the two that I use are ortho, molecular, and life extension. I pretty much order almost all of my products on life extension. I cannot tell you enough 
how amazing they are. They are so well-priced. And I mean, I, I should just buy stock in Life Extension because I have so many supplements and 90% of them come from Life Extension. My doctor, and I'm not going to name her name, but she says we should avoid buying from these companies, Nature Made, Nature's Bounty, Centrum, Caltrate, Puritan Pride, Swanson, and Vitacost. And thinking about it, I've bought from those before because those are like at the, you know, those are at most grocery stores. They're probably, you know, packaged well, but they're going to have a lot of those no-no ingredients in there that we do not want to have. The short list of recommended vitamins, just to recap, a multivitamin. Again, I do a vitamin, it's twice a day. For most of these multivitamins, you will be needing to take them several times a day. So it's not like you take one and you're done. Again, I didn't know that. (laughs) I had never, I really had never, I mean, I was not one of those that took like Flintstone vitamins or anything like that when I was a kid. I just never supplemented. So the multivitamin, most of them you'll need to take you know, one or two times a day. I take it twice a day just to get all the bang for the buck. And I get mine again from Life Extension. Vitamin D, vitamin C is really great to take. We we don't naturally get vitamin C every single day. We need it every day. We It um, is something that we need to replenish. So when people talk about, oh, you take too much vitamin C, you pee it out. That's true. You don't want to take, you know, everything in one pack. You want to kind of spread that out. So vitamin C, taking it twice a day, And especially on those moments where you are feeling like there's germs in the air or viruses in the air, like we've been experiencing, um, vitamin C is just going to help boost your immune system. Magnesium is another one that is really important to take. And I don't actually, magnesium I get in, in my bone thing that I take, but you can take it separate as well. So I hope this gives you a little insight about what I take. I've gotten a lot of questions about my supplements and to not be afraid of supplementing. I kind of think I was just lazy. I thought I had gotten it all and you know, we don't really we're feeling good most of our lives. We can really you know, be feeling good and not realize that the payoff of of supplementing is going to um pay off in spades if we start so I wish I had started younger supplementing, but I'm glad I supplemented, I'm supplementing now. And I do think that if you're more interested in learning about it, I am, again, don't come to me for that, but go out and find a really, really good integrative doctor who can meet the needs of what your body needs. So I hope this helped you today. Don't be afraid to supplement. Take care of yourself, especially my menopausal friends out there. Um, we need all the support we can get. And I am pulling for you as always.